Shikogi. Wolves cast. Audio on demand. Drives his kick out pass. Stolen by Covington. Robs off to the races. To the bucket. Lay him good. And he drew a foul. Down the left side. The lane goes up on Towns. Towns blocked the shot. He goes up strong and rejects Anthony Davis. They are ecstatic over on the Wolves bench as Ryan Saunders has won his coaching debut. It's eventful. It's you kind of lost for words in terms of when you we talk about how proud we are of our, our players and just their buy-in and their ability to stick with it. And we had a lot of times tonight where we could have, um, you know, with a little lead slip away, we could have gone the other way, but these guys kept fighting and that's who they are. Welcome inside another episode and another season of Wolves Cast. I am Cal Soderquist here with you as always. Very excited to be hosting the podcast for this upcoming campaign. It's going to be a slightly different format this year, a bit more free-flowing, but still each week we'll be bringing you the same interesting features, exciting storylines, and all the insider access surrounding this Timberwolves team. That voice you heard to tip off our show, of course, none other than head coach Ryan Saunders recapping the team's season-opening last-second victory on the road against the Brooklyn Nets where they survived a 50-point debut from point guard Kyrie Irving. Coming up on this week's show, we will revisit Wednesday's overtime thriller shortly. Plus, Voice of the Wolves' Alan Horton will sit down with big man Carl Anthony Towns to recap both a busy and exciting offseason as well as previewing the season ahead. Plus, we'll catch up with Timberwolves Chief Operating Officer Ryan Tankey and give fans a sneak peek at all of the exciting changes surrounding the food and beverage experience that they will see when they attend a game at Target Center. But first, let's begin at the beginning. The season had finally arrived with new leadership and a new head coach, as well as several new faces on the roster. The Wolves were ready to kick off their 2019-2020 campaign with a road matchup against the Brooklyn Nets. Let's relive that matchup with all of the highlights from that season opening win. On a Wednesday night from downtown Brooklyn, New York, we welcome you to the Minnesota Timberwolves season opener. Yes, the 2019-2020 season is upon us. Culver looking to set up Towns in the high post. Just barely got it to him. Towns drifts out beyond the arc. Let's fly and hits in front of his own bench. Carl Anthony Towns is third, three of the game. He's got nine here in the opening quarter. Timberwolves have their largest lead of the game. They're up eight. Napier working against Spencer Dinwiddie, his former teammate. There's Lehman free up top, catch and shoot three, bingo. Straight away, Jake Lehman. Now in his fourth year out of Maryland. 43-28 is the score. Here's Lehman on a drive. Off inside to Vonley. He rises up and hammers it through with two hands. Noah Vonley the dunk, Lehman the dime. 45-28, out of the Wolves leading by 17. Off the inbound, Dinwiddie wants to go with four, now with three, crossing midcourt, stops, pops, 32-footer on the way at the buzzer, and he buries it. Spencer Dinwiddie beats the buzzer and makes this a 12-point game at the half. 68-56. They've had two to begin the third. Kyrie strokes a three over Jeff Teague. Just like that, it's a six-point game. 68-62. to Wow, a 6-0 burst in the opening 48 seconds of the second half. Taking it out of the air as Covington has put back, missed everything, and the Nets have the basketball. Irving around his back, dropping over Harris for the lead. Right side, he got it. Joe Harris 
The Nets, their first lead since the eight minute mark of the opening quarter. Wiggins looking to drive down the lane. Finger roll at the rim, he scores it for two. Andrew Wiggins was dead last in field goal percentage in clutch time last year, but he's hit two big shots to tie this game. Kyrie Irving drifting to the left side against Travion Graham. Beyond the arc, behind the back dribble, step back three on its way for Kyrie, and he hits again. 43 for Kyrie Irving. Nets 115, Timberwolves 112. Ryan Saunders wants a timeout. Oh, you can see that coming. The crowd got to their feet. They could sense it as well. They were looking for a moment exactly like that from their superstar, Kyrie Irving. Travion Graham to get it into Rob Covington. Right back to Graham. Looking to get Towns a touch with a minute 10 to play. He turns, fires on a three, and ties the game. His career high seventh made three of the night. Ties it at 115 with one minute left to play in the game. 2.6 seconds left, tied at 115. The inbound in the front court. Wiggins takes a dribble, turns, fires, three ball at the buzzer. No, it rimmed off. Andrew Wiggins got a sensational look and could have won the game. His three rims off and we're headed to overtime. Looking for a cutting Wiggins. He fired a fastball right off Wiggins' hands and it's a turnover, but the Wolves get it right back at the other end as Karis LeVert lost control. Covington right side, three on the way. He missed that. Offensive rebound, Travion Graham put back. Oh, my, on the fall away. It drops in and he drew the foul. What a big-time offensive rebound by Travion Graham, who never stopped working on that play. He's got a chance to put the Wolves up by two with a free throw. Andrew Wiggins on the logo of midcourt. 124 left. Working on Karis LeVert off the town screen, lowers the shoulder, drives in, layup is good off the glass. Timberwolves 125, Nets 124. Andrew Wiggins comes up big down the stretch. Again, the ball in Andrew Wiggins' hand. Just past midcourt. Wiggins off the town screen, looking to attack Jared Allen, steps through, runs it up and hits again. Four straight points for Andrew Wiggins and the Wolves lead by three. 127, 124, 48 seconds left to play in overtime. Kyrie's got the inbound, here we go. 10 seconds left to play in overtime. Timberwolves 127, Nets 126. Kyrie was sitting on 50 points in his Nets debut against the Kogi. Spins, lost control of the ball, got it back, fades, fires, 17-footer, no good at the buzzer. The Wolves hang on and they win their season opener on the road here in Brooklyn, 127-126 the final. And they spoil the debut of Kyrie Irving, who went for 50, but could not hit as Josh Okoge smothered him and forced an off-balance 17-footer at the horn. Timberwolves hang on, 127-126. Wow, what a finish in this one. Yeah, what a finish indeed. Great isolation defense from Josh Okoge. Several big plays late in regulation and overtime from Andrew Wiggins. A stat-stuffing performance from Cat, and so many players stepping up when called upon. Speaking of Cat, stay right here because when we come back, the big man will sit down with Wolves Radio play-by-play -play voice Alan Horton. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to Wolves Cast on the Timberwolves Radio Network. Experience the pack like never before with the official mobile app of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Whether you're at home, at Target Center watching the game, or anywhere around the globe, the app is your remote control for all things Timberwolves. Head over to the App Store or Google Play to download it now. All right, welcome back inside Wolves Cast. Cal Soderquist here with you from our Target Center NBA Tonight studios. The Wolves, meanwhile, 
They are on the road. One final road matchup in Charlotte on Friday night before returning home for Sunday's home opener here at the Target Center. Trying to make it a perfect 2-0 road trip. We saw a monster opening night performance from Carl Anthony Towns in Wednesday's win at Brooklyn. The big man finished with a 36.14 rebound, 3 assist, 3 block, 3 steal performance, passing Kevin Garnett for the best opening night scoring performance in franchise history and setting a new personal career high with 7 made triples. He recently sat down with the voice of the Wolves, Alan Horton. All right, Kat, regular season is here after all the work you guys put in in the offseason, in training camp. How ready are you? How ready is this team to get this thing going? Uh, we're ready. We, we've had some great days of practice uh, since Milwaukee. We learned a lot about ourselves and what we need to uh, get better at, and we've done that. So it's a testament to our coaching staff getting us ready, and we feel very prepared for not only Brooklyn but Charlotte and all the other teams coming up after. Um, you know, we're planning for success and it starts in Brooklyn. I think fans in the preseason saw the pace with which you guys want to play with on the offensive end. Um, has it been a learning curve to figure out what shots Ryan wants to see out of a up-tempo team? I mean, Ryan's been such a great communicator. I've said it before. i said it again. I've always said he's probably the best communicator in the league, especially for coaches. So he's been very, uh, very easy communication with him about what he wants. And he's communicated with us to an extreme point about what he wants us to shoot and what we want to do defensively. So um, we're just trying to do exactly what he says every day, especially in the games. But for us as players, we got to do it with tremendous effort and tremendous pace. And if we do those things and listen to Ryan, we should win a lot more games. He was named permanent head coach early on in the summer. Have you noticed uh, a change in the way he's gone about things? What have you noticed about Ryan this summer? I mean, don't let Ryan's age and you know just who he is, you know, his demeanor and his face, uh, you know, discredit him. He's a he's a dog and when it comes to being in that gym. He he's a fierce competitor, and not not only as a coach but as a player as well. When he tries to step in there and do some things as well, but he's one of those guys that demands respect, and he's and players give him respect because you see how passionate and how caring he is for us as players but how passionate he is for winning and wanting to uh not only win but uh dismantle the other opponent give me a thought on jared culver on the way the rookie has stepped in and what have you noticed about him he's been amazing he's been such a great light in our organization not only him but jalen noel nas reed um keelan martin those guys have stepped up tremendously and found ways to show how their worth in this league and uh, they've done a great job of doing that from Nas's versatility to Keelan's shooting ability to Jared's all all, all around game and Jalen's ability to finish um, you know these guys have just come in since day one as professionals and acted like professionals and have been eager to learn and I'm very fortunate to have them. Amongst the guys who have come in that have some experience is there one guy you're looking forward in particular to playing with? Um, I think I've had a lot of fun playing with everyone. I think that's what changed. That's what's different from our team than any other team is like the unity and the camaraderie we have with each other. Uh, this is not a game, you know. We we really feel like family here, and uh, we do everything together. And we feel that that's going to propel us into uncharted territories, you know, especially when it comes to finding ourselves winning games and finding ourselves not only just winning games, one here, one there, but winning multiple in a row. So. You know, our, our unity is going to take us farther than just our pure talent. There you go. Cat, appreciate the time. Best of luck. Thank you. All right. Well, it's the ultimate definition of a small sample size, but on Wednesday night in Brooklyn, that certainly looked like a Wolves team that was connected and unified in getting that victory. Stay right here. We'll take one final break and then check in with Wolves COO Ryan Tankey 
to preview Target Center's revamped food and beverage experience in advance of Sunday's home opener. This is Wolves Cast on the Timberwolves Radio Network. Get ready to watch Big Cat and the rest of the pack rise this season at the games of your choice with a 2019-20 Timberwolves Flex Pack. Just pick 10 or more games, select your price range, choose your seats, and enjoy the action with no hassle. Visit Timberwolves.com flex to build your pack now. Welcome back into Wolves Cast. Cal Soderquist here with you. Final segment now, and fans, I'm sure, are aware, but the home opener is right around the corner. Minnesota set to host Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat here at the Target Center on Sunday, at least while we expect Jimmy Butler not necessarily guaranteed as he missed Wednesday's season opener due to personal reasons. But the Heat will be here for sure on Sunday. Tickets are moving fast. Snag them while you can. But if you have already secured your seat, you can expect some exciting things surrounding the food and beverage experience inside the arena. Here's Chief Operating Officer Ryan Tankey. You know, three years ago, we had this unique opportunity to renovate and transform Target Center. And at that time, we saw the opportunity to really lockstep change the food and beverage experience for our fans. And so we wanted to do something really unique and progressive. And it was really a simple and aspirational vision of we wanted to change the way food and beverage experience happened in and around sports and ultimately create the best food and beverage experience in sports. And so how do you how do you start to execute against something that aspirational? And we really started to break that down into three really core pillars. And the first one was everything we do, we wanted it to be innovative and we wanted to constantly push boundaries and challenge status quo and things. Um, the second thing was really we wanted it to be chef driven. And so for us, that meant looking outside of the organization, and that was when we brought in Chef David Fema, who um, has really been a, a namesake inside of the in and around the Twin Cities for a couple of decades, and a great friend of the organization. And so, his passion for doing things on a really high level, his passion for the organization, and just this belief that we could really change an industry has really been driving. And so, he's brought a number of chefs on board. You know that we do through nightly rotations. Also, just being very uh, mindful of the chefs that are executing around each of the different spaces around the building and so it truly is a chef first mentality that we have in how we're delivering and then lastly is just a me memorable experience and so food and beverage 10 years ago was you know I'm going to a game I'm gonna get a hot dog and I'm gonna grab a beer and and now I think our expectations as fans are so much greater than that and so we want people to anticipate their food and beverage experience when they're on their way to the arena and we think if we do this right, it's going to be something they're talking about on the way home and sharing with their friends and sharing, you know, via social media and different things. So we look at that as a really the three pillars is innovative, chef driven and memorable. Now, those fan favorites that have been unveiled over the last few seasons in the concessions area, they're certainly back again. The parlor burgers, Lord Fletcher's walleye sandwich and those soda roll sushi burritos. But when it comes to the new offerings, fans will have a chance to experience something they might not find in any other arena around the country. Yeah, it's been fun. And, and you know, the, the test kitchen by David Fema was a concept when you go back to the pillars of we wanted to do something new and innovative. We wanted it to be a really a chef and foodie experience. And then how do we create something that's very memorable and shareable with our fans? And so the test kitchen by David Fimo was really born out of that. And the concept is one of which each of our 41 games, we're going to have a different and unique menu item that's going to be available at the test kitchen each night. Um, fans will have very limited 
you know, supply. And so we want to create a little bit of buzz around this and encourage fans to get there early to see what is going to be available at the test kitchen that night. Um, and we think there's some really unique ways. The first game we shared the first uh, offering tonight, it's going to be a Budweiser braised short rib offering that's a really unique piece it brings our partner Budweiser into that um, and then each of the games we'll look at having a rotation of chefs from around town this is such a great foodie market we'll bring in local chefs um, we're going to bring in um, different heritages and so when we have different celebrations inside of the arena we'll look to celebrate those ethnicities and different things inside of the inside of the game experience and then lastly at that test kitchen we want fans to be able to take home a, a the ingredients and the menu and be able to go and actually try this at home and so we want to make that an experience that people can have and enjoy in the arena and then they can go try it on their own at home. Wow, exciting stuff there, and that's just the tip of the iceberg as far as the fan-friendly initiatives and offerings. Discounts when you pay via the Wolves mobile app, kids' menus with toys or collectibles for the little ones, and so much more. Make sure you make your way out to Target Center to check out all of these new exciting things happening inside the arena with the food and beverage. That is going to do it for this week's show. Thanks to each and every one of you for tuning in, and we will talk with you next week right here on Wolves Cast on the Timberwolves Radio Network.